are back after a brief hiatus. Welcome back once again after this little gap to the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast. I'm Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. At Armed and Hilarious. And we missed you guys. I hope you guys missed us. You guys probably don't really care. But if you did miss <laughs> us, <laughs> thank you for missing us. It's been a wild and hectic post-COVID spring break weirdness for us. Um, but we're back to hang out with you guys. And there's been lots of kind of fun, crazy, kooky things happening in the world since we've been back. We don't talk politics. So we don't have to go there. But even in like social, social, there's been like all kinds of weirdness. South Beach is shut down. On curfew. I don't know. Wait, I was, why is that? Uh, because all these people with cooped up travel lust ended up in Miami. Uh. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was even it was even too much for Miami to handle. South Beach kind of got taken apart a little bit and they shut South Beach down. Curfew, 9 oh, o'clock. Spring breakers, right? Spring break combined yeah. with St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nice. A nice <laughs> yeah. perfect storm of chaos and yeah. drunken buffoonery. So, yeah. The block is, as they say... Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people taking their talents to South Beach. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the weather's been great here in Florida. How's the weather in, in the North Midwest? Windy. Starting to warm up, but it is a windy, windy, windy day. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I guess we can jump right back into it. Lots of crazy things have been happening. Um, first and foremost, we can get to the meat of it in a minute, but Zack Snyder, the Snyder Cut, the fabled Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. it exists. It does exist. Yes. Yeah. Did um, you guys get a chance to watch it? Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I did. I, I, I actually didn't want to watch it. I was like, how much better could it be? It's Warner Brothers lackluster. This might be the first of the DC extended multiverse films. That's what it is now, right? Like it's a multiverse. There's like a bunch of them. Uh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds be- like they're just giving themselves mulligans. Like, yeah, we kept screwing it up. Oh, this is a different multiverse. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's a different film. It's a completely different film. Uh, and they didn't. The third act is much better. Holy cow! They actually got mm-hmm. the third act right this time. Yeah, and you can tell why the cyborg actor was all bent out of shape when it was because he was like cut out of the entire movie, and you find out that the story's kind of about him. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm like, also surprised that Ray Fisher. I mean, Ray Fisher was cyborg, but that Ezra Miller wasn't mad like Ray Fisher was because the Flash is so much more important in this cut mm-hmm. as well. Okay, before we go further, spoilers if you haven't seen Justice League version point oh five. Right, because this is like yeah. the original yeah. vision. You got to go back. Yeah, exactly. We're going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Just, beta version. Yeah. Um, mild spoilers for Justice League. Zack Snyder, Zach Snyder's Justice League, not DC Comics Justice League or yeah. whatever they want to call it. Yeah, it, it's very much that palette. Uh, yeah, I. I'm well, not- yeah, the Flash. The Flash was awesome. Just a little bit. He was awesome. He was. What, he may have been my favorite character coming out of it. Um, the actor did a good job. That's kind of the. The Barry Allen that I like, not quite exactly on form with the comic books, but he was good, kind of an aw shucks guy, and you need that in any great superhero team. And then in the end, he was a pretty integral part, and if I remember correctly, they cut out that entire yeah. part from the original movie. That, that entire so, important element that yeah, and makes so that was, <laughs> use of the Flash's extremely potent, powerful... Yeah, you know. and a little tip of the cap to... Um, crisis on infinite earth earths and all that stuff but it was it was yeah and, and I, even even a message about you know possibly what's going to happen with the flash film coming out november next year 
um, where he mentions that if I run faster than the speed of light, bad things might happen. Mm-hmm. It's a rule. We don't yes. like to break that rule, but you know, we, we break it when, when we have to. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. For those yeah. of you who know flash lore, you know what that already means, but and, well, um, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, so a four, four hour plus runtime. Yeah. I, I found it a little, it asked a little much of the audience. Uh, but I think breaking it down like they did into different digestible parts gave you an easy way to take intermission if you needed it. Oh, cause I watched, I, I, I didn't watch so. it all the way through. I watched it in blocks. I think so too. But where, where were they going to? put this huge behemoth of a movie like I get where they had to edit it down like there's no way they're going to have a four hour film getting put in all these theaters right so were they going to uh, do two Lord of parts? the Rings like, did it well yeah no, but Lord of the Rings no movies okay one extra they were, they were a little bit short of the extended cuts which ironically just watched this weekend yeah were four hours but the original theatrical cuts were about two hours and maybe change right okay so yeah. were they gonna were they gonna lop it down to to two movies a part one and a part two Harry and, Potter I, style? and that well yeah and i get it you have to kind of come to dc's defense right like it's like zach you gave us this huge script like what the hell are we supposed to do with this like, have faith not, in your fan base we're not going ben Hur style and renting out all these theaters and only showing the movie four times when <laughs> disney can show their movies nine times in a day like it's just not economically doesn't make sense right unfortunately that's the world that we live in like it does matter how long your movie is, right? So again, I, I, I mean, or am I putting too much thought into this? I, you know, you know that you're not wrong. I think if BVS didn't bomb so hard, that he would have been able yeah. to get away with making this film. And and mm-hmm. you know what? He had the benefit of hindsight too, right? Like, yes, I'm not. Yes, I'm yeah. Not you get <laughs> going back to that it. mulligan, right? Like, yeah. oh, this didn't work. Fans hated this, so maybe we'll change it. Yeah, I'm not disillusioned into thinking that this was the way that he initially envisioned this film. He got to watch the other film not do well and say, okay, well, my original vision version's better, but it's extra better because I got to fix other mistakes, whether it's through editing choices or reshoots or whatever. Well, he got to to fix a lot of a lot of those mistakes. He did um, show certain things that were supposed to be in the original that got cut out in the uh, Whedon cut and then got changed for the Snyder cut. Um, there was supposed to be a subplot where Bruce Wayne wanted to kill himself because he felt so much remorse about getting Superman killed. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I like depressed. Then, like, a little bit. Suicidal <laughs> Batman. Spoiler. Spoiler. He's already spoiler, mopey spoiler, enough. Spoiler. spoiler. Um, there's uh, a character switch. It's If you're not looking for it, and if you don't know that backstory then you don't see it but when he talks a lot about faith he talks to alfred about oh, having a little faith blah 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 um that was i think a reaction that snyder had towards you know the fans reaction about hearing about the suicide subplot right maybe yeah uh also also um i take this is not a real spoiler more of an easter egg for fans that care but um Starro. Wait, Starro was in it? Y- yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know how Starro works, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. So Steppenwolf uses a Starro to read the mind of the Atlantean 
guy to find the mother box. That. That's nice. <laughs> I was like, what's he doing? Oh, look at Starro. <laughs> I love Starro is great. And I think Starro is going to be in Suicide Squad, right? Is I that, haven't. That's what he's somebody told me that. And I haven't watched the. I know. Speaking of Snyder's, um, what's his name? Um, Scott Snyder just had Starro as one of the big bad guys turned good guy in his run in his big DC event cross comic. But Starro is very underutilized. And what I was going to say is Snyder showed the importance of design, right? Just that you, you said Steppenwolf. Yeah. Just so, 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 so much better in and this ha- one than he was in the other one. Like he looked like some weird kind of homeless jacked dude. I was going to say, the, I have to admit one. that I wasn't sold on shiny Steppenwolf when they first released the concept art for mm-hmm. this new CGI rendering. I was like, why is he so shiny and pointy? It's, I'm so it's shiny. excessive. Um, but upon seeing the execution, like, oh, I get it now. It's, it's like techno organic armor. Yeah, I like, liked it. I thought and, I thought it was. Great. I appreciated it much, much more. Um, I appreciated it much, much more upon seeing how it was executed, versus seeing how they initially showed us the render in the beginning. I also really appreciated how they, how they showcased Desaad and Darkseid and Granny Goodness looking like a angry Judy Dench. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I love Granny Goodness, especially. We we need Mister Miracle. That's the next one that I want. Yeah, but yeah, Granny Goodness was all. It was good seeing her. Um, yeah. So where does this rank? I mean, is so is Wonder Woman eighty four the worst DC movie, and then original JLA? Does Green Lantern then, count? Green, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure. So is Green Lantern the worst? I yeah. hated that one. But, but that's what I mean. Are we talking like modern? Because Green Lantern is not part yeah. of the DCEU because Batman and Robin's still up there too. <laughs> no, that one doesn't. We're start, we'll say like starting at Green Lantern. Okay, so modern superhero movie era. Yeah, well, and you could include the Batman movies, but those are the, the Chris greatest. Nolan Batman movies? So, yeah, yeah, those, yeah, that's kind of when the reboot. Those, that's Nolan-verse. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but okay. what, so, so what's yeah. the worst? Give me a bottom three or four. We already get to the bottom Cat three. Woman. It's Cat, well, Cat, again, Catwoman kind of walks the line, too. Did Catwoman come out before Green Lantern? Yes. Okay, so yeah. not, does it count, then? I mean, it's not Nolan-verse, so yeah. But it's also, yeah, but then we're back to Batman and Robin, right? How far back do we want to allow this debauchery? Yeah, we'll say Batman, when Batman begins, release date. So Catwoman comes out. So Catwoman, for sure. I think Catwoman's worse than Green Lantern. Catwoman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Justice League, in that order. Wonder Woman 84, Justice League. From the bottom, from the stinkiest to the less stinky. Yeah. I've, I've never seen Catwoman. I, I can't bring myself to watch it. Yeah, it's awful. But I, um, I, I'm with you on that aspect? order. Oh. No, that's... No, that's yeah. yeah, no. So, yeah. Um, I, I think... No, I still think BVS is worse than the first cut of the Justice League movie, too. So, I think... Yeah. I, think, I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did, but I certainly didn't like it. But the first, that Justice League movie was so bad. So, so bad. Yeah. Well, and, and before we get to the aspect ratio, I was going to say another thing that interestingly changed is we, we didn't get a, a hint of, and I mean this in the most respectful way you can say something like this. We didn't get pervy Joss Whedon version of Flash falling into Wonder Woman's boobs either. <laughs> that not, scene was cut and, and changed. Not in the old Me Too era. Yeah, that ain't yeah. happening. Sorry, Joss. So, you know, happy for that too. And and Wonder yeah. Woman's 
throwaway line, which if you know the Wonder Woman character, um, I belong to no one. Right? Because old school Wonder Woman, she would lose her powers if she ever got captured or contained by a man. Like, that was one of her, like, yeah. weaknesses. Like, okay, yeah. so Silver Age heroes sort had, of like, reverse all Samson. kinds of stupid weaknesses. Wonder Woman loses her powers if a man captures her, right, back in the day. <laughs> Green Lantern, you know, is allergic to wood. Yes, <laughs> Might yeah. be a Freudian thing there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and Martian, I guess Martian Manhunter is still afraid of fire. That's yeah, his. but he's not, he's not, like, debilitatingly afraid of fire like he used to be, right? Yeah. He used to be, like, light a match, oh my god! Yes, yeah. Right? Um, oh, and that was another cameo, Martian Manhunter. Weird little yeah. setup there. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. It was used kind of weird, but yeah. I'm glad he was in it. But it was the same general as uh, Man of Steel, so I appreciated that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I like that little callback. Makes you so wonder, what, did they, was that filmed for Snyder Cut, or was it previously filmed? No, it had oh, to be filmed okay. for Snyder Cut because the whole thing is about... Um, well, yeah, I think Zack Snyder think filmed it ahead of time. In, in, does that make sense? Like he filmed it to be used in the original cut. And it was it's essentially all it does is set up a sequel. It doesn't add anything to the plot. So that was easy trimmings for, for the Whedon cut. Um, oh, aspect ratio. Going back to aspect. Go for it. Um, it was weird for me um, watching it in four to three. Uh, I think that is because, well, so I didn't think about this previously, but that's because Zack Snyder still uses film, right? He follows Chris Nolan's? Yeah, yeah so he, the, the thing is, he said that, yes, it was supposed to be so it fit on IMAX screens, but right. also said that it was done in that 4-3 format because the superheroes fly and they've got that more extra room linear, to and that made it just been BS to kind of push it over. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm a sucker for changing the aspect ratio to fit the story. And it's nobody does it anymore. They sh- everybody shoots in sixteen nine. But I, I really I enjoyed it. I like the change of pace. I was the the first kid on the block buying my movies in widescreen. They're saying, "Well, you're not seeing everything." I felt like it was the you know the emperor's new clothes. Like no, literally, they're chopping off the ends <laughs> of the movie when you're getting it four three. And everyone looked at me like I was nuts. But in this instance, I thought it worked. I, I was okay with it. Yeah. Um, it, it took me out of like every 45 minutes. I realized I was watching it in four three. Mm-hmm. Did and you watch it on your television? Or did you watch it on your phone or on your computer on a television? Well, that's part of it too, right? Like you're already getting a letterbox experience on a mm-hmm. widescreen TV, uh, depending on where it is on your wall. So, uh, you know, I think that in theaters, most people wouldn't have noticed. I don't think so either. But yeah, I thought it, I thought it worked. I, I still would love to see it in IMAX. I hopefully they're going to re-release a bunch of these movies, including old movies, in IMAX theaters once all of this you know ridiculousness is over with. But, yeah, and you know, and to the point, remember, Wandavision did the first three episodes four three. Mm-hmm. And At again, least, it fits the form, yeah, right? But it's it, it fit the story more so than it fit this one. I mean, I think Snyder made. Uh, deliberate decision to make this movie as different as possible from the Whedon cut and going for three was just one more step in that direction. Yeah. And again, I think that since he shoots film primarily, you've got all that footage anyway. Why cut out? Why cut it out? Right. Give them the full scope of your vision. Uh, So I am okay with that. 
Um, it didn't take me out of the film as much. Um, just to set it, got to sit really close to the TV. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> or you just get the black strips of paper. <laughs> start yeah. losing, start losing plot points. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you get the the uh, the DVD release of Back to the Future where they lopped off his feet while he's on the hoverboard next to Biff. Yeah. It, it, oh, that drives me insane. And like watching old movies, it was like, does this not drive anybody crazy? Like I, I thought The Simpsons was unwatchable on Disney Plus when they when they moved it over to widescreen. It was like, are you kidding me? You're you're missing all this stuff. And everyone around yeah. me is like, that what are you talking about? You. Yeah, no, yeah. that needs to be square. Yeah. All the gags, <laughs> all of the gags. Yes. Oh. Yeah. All right, pressing on. So, uh, Zack Snyder cut superior version of the film, uh, better than BVS for sure. As good as Man of Steel? Um, that's a good question. No. Yes, I will say yes, but it's right there. You could you could probably talk me out of it, but I think it's right, it's right at that level. I, I just really appreciate that that the supporting cast, specifically Cyborg and Flash, got their mm-hmm. got their days in the sun. Yeah. Um, and and excellently so. Like, I mean, I even like the little vignette of Flash at the the dog walking shop and Iris and, and that yeah. kind of thing too. Um, so well done. Go watch. If you haven't seen it already and you're into these kinds of things, go watch the Snyder cut and then thank us later. Um, what else is happening in, in DC comics news right now? Um, Oh, uh, wonder or wonder what Batwoman the canceled. Tra- well, Batwoman. Yeah, Batwoman canceled. Yeah, canceled. Just canceled a show. Were you guys watching it? I heard it was Nope. Nope. Okay. I watched best. the crossover with the rest of the DC Comics people. Yeah. That's it. The Arrowverse. Uh yeah, okay, moving on. Uh <laughs> what were you saying? At Armed and Hilarious. Oh no. Um Suicide Squad trailer dropped. Yes. The su- the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad trailer. It is not a sequel, it's a reboot, right? Is that no, this is a tribute. Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, I you know I try to stay away from trailers, so I have no idea. Um, but I heard that, judging from the trailer alone, there's some people that think that it's an amazing film, and other people think that how can this possibly be worse than the first time around? The bar set pretty low, right? That's right where you want to be. I mean, Scott's or, or Zack Snyder knows all about that. Yeah, yeah. no, Zack. Oh, like, okay, yeah. I'm that's kind of be. Yeah, kind of is the theme over at a DC right now. But yeah, bar set low. James Gunn is out the door. He doesn't care. He's already getting paid. He's already shooting Guardians of the Galaxy three, so he doesn't give a rip. And I think that kind of shows, at least in the way they're promoting it, where they kind of already tell you. These characters are going to die. A lot of them are yeah. going to die. That's what. That's why they're the Suicide Squad. So we're going to have fun with it. It's going to be a little silly. It's going to be a nice, you know, probably bookended movie. It'll stand off on its own. I'm sure they're going to post credit sequence just so they can jump off if it's successful. Right. But uh, it looks it looks fun. And I did not watch the trailer either. I can't help but seeing just yeah, posters and everything around. The posters look awesome too. Yeah. But it looks it looks fun. I I'm I'm in. I'm Does it seem I'm, like he brought his crew from like Ant-Man over to this film too? I don't know. I, I probably it wouldn't make sense. Wait, Ant-Man. Yeah. Did James Gunn direct Ant-Man? Not from Guardians? Heard. From Guardians, that's what I meant. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's Ant-Man. 
Guardians the of the Galaxy. Hey, I watched that movie. Oh yeah, he's already. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks like he's having fun, and it looks like one of those sets that you, everyone kind of wanted to be on. I mean, it looks like John Wait a Cena. I'll have to call Idris Elba out real quick because Idris Elba oh. was throwing major shade at being in comic book movies and wearing silly costumes. And uh, is is this movie a, a really, really, really an upgrade from his silly costume in the Thor films? I don't. I, which character is he in in this one? I don't know what his name is. Suicide Squad. Not Deadshot. Yeah, he's the not Deadshot. (laughs) Not Will Smith. (laughs) I I don't know. We we talked about before with Josh Brolin about being smug and talking about how these movies are underneath him. I don't like it. Like, you know what? Either take the paycheck and shut your mouth or just don't. And then you can talk crap about it. Yeah. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Oh, he's Bloodsport, maybe. Yeah. Who's just not Deadshot. Right, DC's got lots of those guys that are all kind of the same character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, it's been happening for years and will keep happening. Was it Deadshot, Deathstroke, Deathstroke, and Bloodsport? They're all the same character. Yeah, and then did you see Stallone's doing uh, whatever his name is, Shark Guy, whoever. Oh, is that <laughs> Stallone? King yeah. Shark is Stallone, really? Yeah, King Shark is That's Stallone. Awesome. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna use the same model that they did in the Flash. Flash universe for King Shark because that was kind of cool. Uh, I, you know what? So wait, that isn't the Street Sharks. It is the Street Sharks. I'd watch a Street Sharks movie. No, yo, you we need a live action Street Sharks movie. Let's yeah. work. Uh, Shark Nato script treatment. The streets. Someone get a call into Vin Diesel and see if he can attach himself as a producer. Yeah, we'll work well, on the treatment. I am Shark. So. Vin Diesel, so yeah, and Nathan Fillion finally gets in a superhero movie. Yeah, he's well. I mean, he was what's it, Captain Hammer? What was his name? Oh, in in Guardians. No, no, Nathan Fillion. Am I that right? Nathan Fillion was Captain Hammer in the, uh, um, uh, Doctor. Oh yeah, Doctor right. Horrible Sing Along yeah. Blog. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, he. And I thought he had. A, he had. A, wasn't he the voice of the computer in Guardians? What computer, Ben? I don't. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. But he's Some great. Computer, I love man. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> um, a little other tidbit. Uh, Pierce Brosnan has been cast as uh, Doctor Whatever it is the uh, the DC version of Doctor Strange. Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate. Really? Yeah. That's right. In what movie? Yeah. Uh, the what, Black Adam I, movie. Re, so we yeah. actually have Black Adam details now. Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. I don't know how I feel about Pierce that. Pierce Brosnan. This this movie has to be terrible, right? There's, I mean, I love the cast, <laughs> but they're not talking anything else about it, right? Pierce Brosnan's gonna be awesome. This movie's gonna be terrible. I'm too excited. Don't get excited, everybody out there. Do not get excited about Pierce Brosnan being Doctor Fate. I'm already excited just having Doctor Fate in the movie, and it's gonna stink. I'm already, I'm just so I'm gonna temper all my expectations and not get excited about it because it's gonna be terrible. I can already tell. There's, they've been pushed this movie back for like eight years yeah pierce brosnan the rock josh levi stink fest 2022 yes yeah yeah this movie's gonna be garbage it, and i'm already christmas mad about it wait is it pushed up or pushed back is it still have a christmas release i don't know because i remember there was talking about them making a shazam 2 and also making a black adam film i mean 
it would make more sense if they had a, a Black Adam movie lead into Shazam two mm-hmm. as uh, you know. Ooh, so so like a reverse Scorpion King kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> Let's always reverse Scorpion King. <laughs> but like, you know, like Scorpion King appeared in Mummy 3, right? No, no he was in 2. Mummy 2. Mummy Returns? Yeah, 3, yeah. Three then, was like, like the bad guy in Mummy Returns and then the hero in the Scorpion so, King. So, so, backwards. So, so the Rock has, you know, a little history of this. He yes. knows. Do you think he said that in the pitch meeting? Like, listen, guys, it worked for the Scorpion King. So why can't it work for us? No, definitely not. Or they like I think that maybe the maybe got, don't watch that movie. If the Rock got one do over, it would be to erase the Scorpion King from cinema. <laughs> yes, I bet he tried. I bet he was like, I, "I've got enough cheddar. Can we yeah. get rid of this?" Well, when was the last time you heard anybody else mention the Scorpion King? Yeah, the yeah. Corridor Digital guys redid well, the actually, CGI on the it. The funny thing is, the uh, the first Scorpion King movie is better than the Mummy Two. Concur. I haven't seen. It's been so long. You mean like I know I do. Scorpion King I, with the Rock as the Scorpion King. Yes. Right, but that came out after the Mummy too, Correct. so they knew what not to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yes, saying. Yes, but we're we're talking about the Scorpion King in the yeah. Mummy too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen. Man, I, I I will tell you, I love the Mummy. I haven't seen the Mummy two probably since shortly after the Mummy three came out, which was an abomination of a film. Yeah, I don't know if I saw that movie. Don't. It's it's so bad. It's really, really Too bad. Much. It's the disjointed. And yes, yeah, yeah. And it's just all over the map and just a good old-fashioned stinker. Okay, moving on. Uh, Rex, talk to us about Invincible. You're the only one of the three of us that's... Uh, well, it's the only three episodes out, right? Like, it's it's the yes. chunks? Yeah, um, I don't know. Watch it. It's Robert Kirkman. Is it he true to the comics? comics? Maybe. Oh, ho, ho. I just, um, watch if you watch the first episode and you'll know by the end of it whether you're in or not. And All right. it's 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 that simple. Uh, if you so, make it to the end of the first episode, you're either in or you're out. But okay, so, I think yeah, for those of you who don't know the story, in. uh, Invincible, uh, Mark Grayson shares a name with uh, Nightwing mm-hmm. over there. Uh, basically, it's it's a Superman story. If Superman had Jor-El to teach him how to be a superhero on Earth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, it. Yeah. But bloody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Again, it's Robert Kirkman. Yeah. Um, and you get all the great Robert Kirkman. Nice. Um, okay. Is he doing the lead animation on the, on the show? I don't. It, it's the animation is of that style of okay. the comic book, cool. and I don't know who the artist was. I wish I probably should know. Um, but it's that style. It's it's done very very well. Um, what's his name? It looks like as, a bright Batman Beyond. Yeah. More blood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's of that like that kind of late '90s style. Cool. Um, and and J.K. Simmons, right? And Steven yes. J.K. Simmons and J.K. Simmons. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Yeah. He does a great job. All right. Rock and roll. So check out Invincible. I'll be watching that. Well, when you go back and watch, uh, what did we talk about earlier? Uh, the the regulars. The regulars. You'll the be regulars. Watching. I'll go back and watch uh, Invincible. Invincible, and then we'll have fodder for next week's podcast. There we go. Um, what else we got? So. Um, the Suicide Squad, Black Adam, looks like hot, fun garbage, I guess, both of those films. <laughs> um, uh, the Batman, we talked about this before we took our hiatus. Batman, oh, sorry, The Batman. The Batman. You know what? Let me, let me, before I get into this, I think that since Man of Steel was Man of Steel, they really missed an opportunity to call the next Batman film 
the Caped Crusader. <laughs> you know, keep with the weird nicknames. Or even, you know, and actually I thought that for the Christopher Nolan film too, like Batman Begins, it's, Batman the Dark Knight, Batman I, the Caped Crusader. Now, you know, I, I won't say that I know it. I bet that that came out and they just, you can't get the money men to agree to that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just you can't. I think I like that idea called the Cape Crusader. I mean, they got away with Man of Steel, and they're like, "Listen, the box office numbers just weren't there, and that's why they had to do Batman versus Superman next." But, <laughs> yeah. but that's I'm right. I, I like where your head's at, but I'm sure those dumb dumbs that don't know much about it, it's like, well, if it's a good movie, it's going to sell tickets no matter what the title is. Like, no, Batman puts butts in seats. It has to be Batman or the Batman. You get to choose. We have those two they let the Dark Knight be the Dark Knight. It wasn't Batman the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no. I mean, for fan service, it would have been better named the Last Son of Krypton, because that's what the story is really about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was, I, I was thinking like you know the the B side or the B list comic titles away from the main titles, right? Like Superman is the main Superman story, but then every once in a while they'll sneak in that title Man of Steel to make you buy more books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, well, in retrospect and thinking about the plot, the Cape Crusader would have been a great alternate title for, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Christopher Nolan has enough clout that you could have got away with it. Oh, especially at that point, yeah. DC or, uh, Warner Brothers was ready to bend over backwards. So, I mean, that's how he got Inception greenlit. Did, I mean, despite it's box office and critical success that was seen as an uber risky movie i mean yeah it's and weird I, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's yeah, dreams it's about and it's dreams yeah yeah and, <laughs> stolen. Yeah. Stolen and what's the budget for this it's dream a dream movie? inside of a dream <laughs> inside of a dream. dream you know there's some executive going you're dreaming if you think we're going to give you money and then and like, you want 85 million to shoot this movie <laughs> About your in your dreams, exactly. You understand. Yes. I, I already, <laughs> we're already getting the movie made. You've already been incepted, and that's yeah. what the movie's going to be about. Um, so uh, I forgot where I was going with all this. Oh, right, the the Batman. Um, so basically, based on Batman Year Two, um, I don't have anything else on that film. <laughs> I've been, and I hate to, it. Doesn't make for the best uh, uh, podcasting and talking, but I've avoided those trailers too because I'm going to watch the movie. Oh yeah, and that's Batman and, puts and seats. Yeah, I'm going to see it. And Batman's my favorite. I love, I love Batman. So I'm going to watch it no matter what. But it looks good. I, I like the casting. I mean, even though we we talked about it with the Snyder cut with the JLA movie, yeah. design matters, and the look of it looks good. The bad guys look. Is it the Riddler that's going to be in this one? I think so. They yeah. were kind of. I don't know if they've said it for sure, but kind of seems. He looks great. Everything looks great. I like yeah, Batman's but, I mean, costume. It's, it's, I like his car. It's like an old kind of hot rod, souped up. I like all that stuff. I'm in. I'm, yeah, I'm sold. you know, and, and the casting is going to be really, really strange, right? Like, okay, Robert Pattinson. Um, I think that at this point he's kind of proven his chops in the same way that Ben Affleck did, right? Could you imagine, like, when we were kids watching Clerks, they're like, "Hey, that guy, that guy's going to be Batman." O'Bannon, yeah, O'Bannon, yeah, chasing people with his uh, his paddle. It, it wasn't a stretch though, because if you watch the the trajectory, it was Daredevil, uh, the dude who played Superman, and mm-hmm. then Batman. So it, I mean, it was it was a ballpark thing. Yeah. Okay. Remember, <laughs> he was chasing Amy before all that. Okay. 
I'm just saying. Was, watching watching Clerks and Mallrats and and all that Kevin Smith, you know, I don't know what to call those movies anymore. It, which it, one of the angels was he? Uh, it was Loki and. Yeah, whatever his name was. See, I don't even remember. It's been that long since I've seen Oh, yeah, from Dogma. Yeah, it's been that long. Um, I just remember, you know, Alan Rickman as the Metatron. That's that's about all I remember, but... (laughs) Oh, rest in peace, Alan Rickman. Yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't, you know, watching watching him in those movies, you wouldn't say, oh, that guy, that guy's going to be Batman, right? And this is back when they were talking about making Josh Hartnett Superman, and we were still like, "Ah, I don't know, that guy's going to be Batman? Josh Hartnett would have been a good Superman. He just looks so. I mean, he, yeah, I guess he does look like he's. But from think Kansas. Sin he City. Yeah, he's 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 a proper actor. He's good. Yeah. But like, if if Ben Affleck doesn't make Argo, he's not Batman. There's no way. It was that. I think it's that movie that put him over the top. Especially, I don't know if he directed it, but he produced it. Argo. Like, yeah, he, he directed was, it also. Yeah. Yeah. So he, if Argo doesn't happen, he's not Batman. And I wouldn't well, he be surprised wasn't if in on Gili. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I wouldn't be surprised if there was a conversation. They asked him, what do you want to do next? And he said, I've Dawn got girl. kids, a kid. Oh. I want to be, I want to be Batman. And so they're like, all right, let's yeah. get it done. Yeah. Um, but Andy Serkis is Alfred. Is he? I'm, yeah. I'm on board with it. I didn't see that. I'm okay with it. He's one of those, whatever Andy Serkis does, I'll trust him. He's kind of an actor's actor. Yeah, um, he's never you know, done just, a just, role that is sophisticated like Alfred, though. So that's why I'm curious. I mean, it's going to be interesting going from Jeremy Irons to Andy Serkis. Yeah, he was in The Prestige. He was the kind of the assistant. He was yeah. David Bowie's assistant in The Prestige. Is that the closest? Yeah. Well, the closest to a butler, but yeah, you know, yeah. He, he pull out. He pulls off the military stuff. Well, with, yeah. Uh, Ulysses Claw. Ulysses and Black Claw. Black Panther. He was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, who what else? Uh, Zoe Kravitz is Selena. She, yeah, uh, she can go either way for me. I mean, she's got the sex appeal to be Selena. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Selena's always, yeah. Okay, I, I'll, I'll buy off on Zoe Kravitz. Her, she's got super rich celebrity parents, and she looks pretty close to like the man. And I was just watching a segment on it, like the. Uh, the revamped uh, Catwoman of like the early two thousands, where like it's it's not a skin tight suit, but it's like it's practical and like mm-hmm. oh, you talk about the comic Catwoman in her yes in her like thief gear with the goggles, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could see it. I'm not I'm not hating on on Zoe Kravitz as Selena. The only one that I'm really not completely sold on, and because he's so hot and cold for me, and everything he's in is Colin Farrell. Um. He's either, you know, really great or really, really, really stink. Yeah, I, I think he's a pretty good actor. I think the movies that stink don't stink because of him. Do you know what I mean? Swap. Like, I, I think he... But I don't think he was bad in that. I think it's a goofy movie. Okay. And it's, yeah, maybe. But I, but I really don't... I mean, you could probably... T- but in Bruges is great. He's, I, I think he's a good actor. I mean, I don't think he's that leading man anymore i think he's good in that ensemble kind of role but i think he's a good did actor you, did either of you catch uh the second season of true detective yes i did appreciate his portrayal there i do i i, I yeah again yeah when he's, when he he's was a good, bright spot and when he's good he's good season. and and 
you know, it's hard to get, I mean, maybe I'm speaking as a lover of the series, but it's hard to get True Detective wrong because the writing, I think the writers are in tune with their cast. And they, you know, that's just really, really, even from season one, the casting is just really, really, really brilliant. Um, I mean, season one of True Detective is probably the yeah, greatest single top, season of dramatic television ever created. It's up there. It's up there. Game of Thrones is up there, too. Well, I guess given yeah, this I, fantasy. But I mean, but. single season. It's. I think you'd be hard pressed to. But but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah, it's really good. I. I but yeah, I, I. I'm okay with the casting. I'm excited yeah. about it. He's stinking Miami Vice too. Um. <laughs> yeah, but that well, that was a <laughs> yes. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Like, yes, he did. Imagine that like movie sucked. Of Miami Vice. Yeah, he's stinking Daredevil awful. too. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that was his fault. I it think wasn't his direction, fault. I don't bad know, directing, I don't know writing, who directed that, but his whole bullseye was, was dumb. Um, <laughs> he was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm excited about Jeffrey Wright. Moving back into, into making sense, I'm excited about Jeffrey Wright um, to, as James Gordon. I, I kind of, I dig Jeffrey Wright, not, you know, Felix Leidner, James Gordon. Then he cranked. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, John Turturro is Carmine Falcone. Um, that's going to be cool. Um, oh, I love John Turturro. Yeah. Uh, and Peter Sarsgaard as the DA. Um, what's his name? DA Colson. So all of that. Nice. I like him too. Know, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see like, so in, in every other iteration so far, they've had Falcone as kind of your traditional... You know, Brando-ish Italian mobster. So Taturo bringing kind of like more of the De Niro-ish Godfather vibe to the Carmine Falcone role uh, might be interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is he? I mean, he is a master actor. He's hilarious. He does drama good. I mean, I. I love Totoro. He is now. I'm talking. I'm talking about. He's probably one of my top twenty-five favorite actors. He yeah. is so good. Uh, he is. He's great in quiz. Quiz show. Barton Fink is one of my all-time I'll favorites. Say, he's, Even he's, in he's, Oh Brother, he's good. And he's good in Rounders too. He is. Yeah. 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 No. He's good. He's he's good in the Transformers movies. He's hilarious. So, yeah. Uh, where was I? One man. Alone, dude. I'm right here with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't know anybody else in the cast um, of note, uh, but oh yeah, uh, I guess Paul Dano's playing the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. So that's and gonna he's be good too. Interesting good. take on the Riddler. I mean, he's he's young, which Batman, I guess, is young in this. I always imagine the Rogues all being slightly older. Mm-hmm. Than, than Batman, but <laughs> yeah. um, I guess putting him against a foil of an age with him. Yeah, I just perpetually see Batman as between 28 and 32 years old. Yeah, even when Robin's like 25 years old. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it messes with my head. Yeah, but he's, in my mind, he's perpetually between 28 and 32 years old. Yeah, but so. That's uh, just my dumb brain. Yeah. So yeah, the I mean the movie looks good. Of course, we're all gonna go see it because, you know, Batman puts butts in seats. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's not this universe. That's the other universe. 
trying to get but us. But what else we got? Trying to get a shot over here. <laughs> get smoked. You else come what, to the you, wrong you neighborhood. What else we got? Um, yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier is brilliant. We'll talk about that next week, I think, when we've yeah. got another episode under our belts. Um, uh, oh, uh, they reinvigorated Lois and Clark. The new New Adventures of Superman. They gave uh, Tyler Hochum's Superman from the Arrowverse his own show with Lois Lane. I think they have a kid raising a little Superboy. Um, I did. Now that you say that, I was just poo-pooing it, saying it's putting me falsely. They showed like kind of his little origin, like to catch it up, which we don't need a Superman origin every time, and just kind of his childhood to present day. And it was good. Just yeah. a little montage. It was like a three and a half to like four minute montage. Did you guys see that? Yeah. It was good. I like. I I did like that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You I, like those those shows more than I do. I do. Um, and, it's just weird seeing Superman on television. It belongs on the big screen. He's I, too big yeah. for tell. I mean, it's weird when, uh, you know. I I can go back to watching. This is going to age myself a little bit, but go back to watching the Superboy. TV show, yeah. as kind of a of a loose eighties prequel to Christopher Reeves Superman yeah um, yeah you know it was weird you know surfer dude it was like saved by the bell Superman version <laughs> Superman edition <laughs> the glasses and the leather jacket yeah. wasn't that uh yeah. and then you know Lois and Clark with Dean Kane, which I remember watching almost religiously as a kid but like going Same back here. and watching it now oh oh it's it? it's rough it belongs in a museum you know it belongs <laughs> under a museum um, and then like getting a glimpse of Superman in the Supergirl show was good. And Supergirl was only Supergirl's pushing it. Supergirl, you know, Smallville was great because again, it's not Superman. It's still super boy, I guess. So I don't know. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's a hard, it's hard to contain what Superman should be on a television budget. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm with you, 100%. Uh, but well, I mean, the production quality has r risen since the days of Smallville, so um, there's a little more you can do nowadays with a, with a television budget. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, mm -hmm. But still, it's... It's... It's, for, it's, it's, a, it's a personal hang-up. It's just one of those things. Um, but speaking of, of television, I'll say, let, we'll yeah. say this. Oh, no, it's just, I think Superman is boring. I think it's hard enough to give him a feature length film. I think, I think Dick Donner is one of the best directors for that genre. And he barely was passable to put him in an episodic show where he's saving kittens out of trees just doesn't fit the Superman mythos. I mean, maybe it does, but that's what I don't like about him. And so that's why episodic television for Superman just ain't for me. Well, I wasn't going to so, sell, but yeah, I, I appreciate that. But going back to I mean, the beginning of our podcast, um, I really appreciated how Superman in the Snyder cut was like raw, unapologetic power, mm -hmm. just a force of, nature mm -hmm. you know uh manhandling the rest of the justice league i love the sequence and this was in the original cut too uh if if filmed a little differently where the flash is trying to you know speed force him and he just kind of looks side eyes him, yeah. right and, and, yeah <laughs> and barry's like what <laughs> like, yeah yeah and, and henry cavill's just mean mugging side eye yeah i i 
and and then even Steppenwolf, like right, or or you know, even before that, fighting Diana, and she like headbutts him, and he just like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like gets a little leverage and like face pounds her into the pavement, like that to me is Superman at his best, and you can't contain him when yeah. he's just saving cats. I mean, yeah. Superman's greatest strength is his humanity, and that's great in a comic book where you know that, okay, mm-hmm. this week he could be saving the cat, but next week he could be punching dark side in the nose, right? Yes, yes. You're not going to be able to do that in television and have people stick around to watch it. So Yeah, it makes it, it, makes it a leap. But I get if he's hard to write, but those that, that can write him did. I mean, if you can get a Grant Morrison-type story out of it, the, what was it? Not whatever happened to the Cape Crusader, whatever. whatever All-Star Superman. If you can do it, yeah. yeah, yeah, the All-Star Superman. If you can do that, I love that. That's a great, and you kind of have the dichotomy with that. But it's hard. That's one out of however many yeah. long runs have been done on Superman. So, uh, Speaking of, of television, though, uh, the Teen oh, Titans. Before we move forward, one last little tidbit on uh, Snyder Cut. Um, I did appreciate the... The they gave the Flash uh, Superman's job, like in the in the Dick Donner Superman, he oh yeah. time yeah. yeah yeah so you can save Lewis and uh, California yeah weird yeah. and then <laughs> in this yes. in Snyder Cut it was mm-hmm. uh, the Flash's job yeah but again, that goes back to what I was saying earlier I try not to spoil it but well anyway uh, yeah and. and and we don't we don't exactly see the consequences of that in this, mm-hmm. but I think that we might see the consequences of that. Oh, y'all thought you could f with time. Yeah, in the Flash film, and I think that's what's going to be the uh, the flip to that. Um, the Flash point. I was going to say. Well, speaking of of the Flash or or not, the Teen Titans show, which I was really skeptical about in the beginning, actually had me relatively well entertained through its two seasons um and you know i'm not gonna gonna hash it out too much but interesting casting choice jason todd is the uh, most sympathetic and interesting character on the show and they cast sir jorah mormont as batman which some people hate but i kind of enjoy <laughs> was uh is jason todd the leader of the teen titans in this no it's it's dick uh this is just as oh, so this, this show okay. happens as dick is transitioning away from being robin um, okay, okay. But can't quite, it's, you know, the first season is, you know, he, he doesn't want to be Robin, but he still wears the suit. And, and Jason mm-hmm. kind of shows up and he goes, you don't want to be Robin. You still carry that suit around, you know, like make up your mind, figure out who you are trying to tell me yeah, what I'm supposed yeah. to be. Right. Um, but it's really cool. Their version of Deathstroke is, is, is great. It's, it's perfect. Um, and we get to see Ravager and Jericho and Aqualad. Uh, nice and Donna Troy, right? Most of the m- more modern Teen Titans things we've seen. Cassie Sandsmark as Wonder Girl. Um, so in this, we kind of get a, a view of the original Wonder Girl and Hawk and Dove. Interestingly, surprisingly, nice. as a random casting choice. Uh, and fun fact that the actor that plays Hawk uh, in this show was Aquaman in Smallville way back in the day. So nice, a little cross casting there. Yeah, uh-huh. I like that. I dig that. I'll tell you what, the Teen Titans stuff has been good since the cartoon, not the latest rendition where it's hyper stylized. Oh, yeah. Like but that. the first Even the Teen ones cartoon. before that. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really good with Aqualad and those. I really enjoyed that. And did they like, they have two or three seasons? Three of that? seasons. And then they went to the weird animated stuff. But I think I keep hearing that they're bringing Teen Titans back for another season. 
I liked it after so, the after the Teen Titans Go movie came out. They yeah, and that was a pretty scene. big success, wasn't it? Yeah, and they had a post credit scene where they had them in the original animation, the serious animation again. So we might get a rehash of that. Um, and then the Young Justice was nice. kind of the spiritual successor to that show. Um, you know. Yes, that's that's actually what I was thinking of. The Young Justice. Well, the Teen Titans show was good too. Yeah, uh, and then the Young Justice show was was brilliant. Uh, and we yeah, finally got the final season of that after however many years after it moved from whatever network it was on over to Netflix or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were going to do a high watermark Superman, but I think we can wait on that till next week. Uh, yeah. yeah. A little teaser. Yeah. So next week, uh, high watermark Superman. We're going to we're going to deep dive into Superman's illustrious origins and career and kind of try to find the pinnacle of of what it means to be Superman, according to Superman, according to Clark Kent. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Well, uh, but, yeah, maybe both. Yeah, thank you guys for welcoming welcoming us back with open arms. We really really appreciate you guys. Um, we won't be gone for so long next time, I promise. For the digital toilet paper team, my name is Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. At Armed and Hilarious, and we will catch you guys next time. Thanks so much. Love you guys.